cool. What? Back from 2003, Royce the 5'9 and Eminem. That would be one of the, I think, probably the second song that they made together. As that was a pre bad, bad meets evil. evil yeah, that's off of uh, Royce's 2003 album, Build and Destroy, that I've been listening to a lot lately. I've been going back to old old Royce albums while I'm at work, so that's a little track off there. I think the first one was on Slim Shady LP when they did their first song well, together. It was Bad Meets Evil, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. But um, anyways, welcome to another episode of Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my co-host, E-Man Bates that over there. That would be I, as usual. And today we got a special guest. Uh, we got our boy Johnny Morrison. Welcome, Hello. welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Over here on our, on our new night, we're recording on Monday night. We're usually on Thursdays, but we're going to do Mondays from now on because it's easier for everyone involved. But uh, welcome, man. Great. I'm, ha- I'm happy you came on the show, dude. We've Thank been you, uh, checking out your music from afar for a little bit, so it's nice yeah. to have you on. Absolutely. Man, Yo, shout out to, uh, shout shout to Joe Comisho, man. That's the one who actually really linked us up with. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Shout out to Joe. Commission. Commission. Man, that's my guy. Yep. Appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about your music, bro. Let's uh, like, Where'd you get your start at? Like, What inspires you to make it? So I got my start from a young age, probably five years old. Uh, father passed away, so it was just something to help me grieve with mm-hmm. his passing. And I just got into all kinds of catalogs of music uh, from being at my grandma's house. Because my uncle that lived there, he had a stack of CDs just in the basement. So I don't even know if he really knew I would go down there and take the CDs and whatnot. But I would go down there and I would just pick out whatever looked good. Because you're a kid, you know, <laughs> yeah. you ain't really listening to shit on the radio like right. that right. you know what i'm saying so you just looking i'm just looking like what looked good i had grabbed some dmx some ice cube some eminem um a little bit of everybody everybody he had down there i was grabbing everything go back upstairs pop it in the uh boom box player and then i was just jamming out and it just turned into a habit that i would take home you know what i'm saying uh-huh. eventually so yeah my uncle did know that i was doing that because i had to ask him eventually later down the line i was like let me take some of these home yeah and he would let me borrow them so i'll take them home and play it on my karaoke machine hell yeah <laughs> <I dig laughs> yep, yep, yep. And that's I'll funny just... e-man talk and i talk about that all the time on the podcast how important like album artwork is because that's yeah. exactly what we talk that's about how we, we don't know that's it. how we yeah. base yeah. our new albums artwork. Like that's something I'll pop that's up. what I'm going for right now because you're right on that. You're absolutely right. You yep. got to be able to grab somebody's attention because everything yep. else is just like, oh, that's just another. So artist. tell us a yep. little. Speaking of which, when we're on the same topic, tell us a little about the new EP, Johnny Be Good. I know you had like the teddy bear, like the the, like the, the kind of nice. deformed teddy bear on right. there a little bit. Right. So what's the uh, what was the idea going into it? Like what what do you want like people to take away just so, from the first sight? Honestly, straight up, it wasn't even in the plans. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't the album art that I wanted. I had a totally different idea. And the guy that I'm, uh, who's very close to me right now and I'm working with, he's helping me with the music. He just one day randomly sent me the cover art and he was like, what do you think about it? 
And I'm like, can you put Detroit in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, it looks soft to me off first impression. I'm like, who gonna wanna fuck with this soft ass shit? You know what I'm saying? But then he like, so I told him, can you put the city in the background? He like, I can't put that on that picture because it's an already made picture. Right. But I can find something else. And then he don't just stop there. He always just keep it keep it straight up. He's not a yes man. Right. So he just keep it straight up with me. He was like, you got to be able to stop the scroll. Cover art is important. You don't want something right. that just is like, yeah, I'm hard. You want something that's like, okay, let me stop and see what this is about. Right. It look like this might bring me into a story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm sorry, moving away from the mic. I just get in. Oh, you're good. good. I, no, I do the same thing. I'm always yeah, yeah. turning and twisting and everything. So, yeah, <laughs> that's just where it came from. And I, and from there, it, it still speaks to me and what I've been through because I'm not a drug dealer, never have been. Right. Never shot nobody. I don't carry guns. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, not illegally, at least. But, right. Um, Everybody, sec- two t- yeah, yeah, the yeah. Second Amendment, <laughs> shout yeah. out to it. Yeah. Well, well, I appreciate the honesty because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of fakeness in hip hop yeah, right now. Like, you got people like, like we bring up Takashi all the time. Like, yeah. he's yeah. preaching this huge, big. We don't drop names. This here. big gangster <laughs> image. <laughs> but then, like, the second he gets picked up and realize yeah. that all these people that he's messing with aren't really. Looking out for him well, like you that, know, you know, uh, <laughs> and, yep. and it's, it's tough. Well, you know, he gone for a few for, years. He yeah. gonna be gone for yep. a <laughs> long yeah, for time. Sure. <laughs> no, he's facing a minimum of forty three. I'm gonna say yeah, he's gone yeah, for a few it's, decades. It's, it's gonna yeah. be a while for him. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah I appreciate so, yeah. the honesty in your music. Yeah, no doubt, absolutely, man. And, and it kind of, I, I kind of like the album cover too because it almost kind of fits in the theme with the last one. Because the last one was you and your kid, right, right. It was a beautiful one. That's all good, right? Almost thought it was like a continuation of that because it was right. Absolutely, that's super dope. And I was thinking that too upon him sending me that. It's like okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like a continuation. It could go both ways. It can go like, okay, this is my son now grown, or it could go, this is me before I even had. Right. Son. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I'm saying so. It, it's dope. The, the the cover definitely tells the story for sure. Yeah, I like. I listened to it at work the other day. The one that stands out the most to me, I think it's called "Testing Me." Yes. Uh, testing me. Te- oh, yes. Man, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm oh, talking about a new one, right? Yeah. yeah Back yeah. down is probably my favorite yep. one. Back yeah, down. Like that. Yeah. That's that's me getting Back, on a different way. Here's like why that. I like Back Down because you're using like those like typical like Detroit drums, but you're not. Using like that Detroit flow, I feel right. like, and that's why Absolutely. I like it. Yeah, Absolutely. that's the only Absolutely. one I was looking like because I always like that's my biggest criticism of like Detroit rappers, right? Is that same. they usually use the same flow for the yeah. most part, mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there's that's a lot true. of them too that are trying to mirror that like T Grizzly type of flow, too. I feel yeah. like you, you hear that is, a lot. I mean, T Grizzly didn't really didn't start it flow. at you know, all. He, didn't, <laughs> I'm just saying. he popped off mainstream yeah. with it, but I mean, if you look at that flow, you gotta look at payroll and then the whole dope boys cash out. You gotta look at P's. You know Team what I'm Eastside, like all those. Team yeah. Eastside. Didn't so. Payroll just put out an album the other day? He put out a he put out single. a yeah. He put no. He put out he, an album. album? He, he put out an album. Okay. Yep, yeah. it's like twelve tracks. Last one it's I heard was dope. like Payface last year. I think was the last one I heard. Yeah, uh, or was it last year or two Cardo. years ago? Yeah, yeah, no. He, I think he made one last year with Cardo. I okay. can't remember what year, but him and Cardo got one together. Well, um, let's see. Well, we're let's try out one of these beers, and when we're playing one of the beers, we'll play a little bit of Testing Me off here. Okay. Absolutely. We already poured them up today. Usually we crack them on the show, but Nick had some. What was it? Where did he say it was from? Uh, Northville the winery? winery. Well, actually, I got I got the comment right here. It's like some. I think it's like Northville Wine and Brewery. I think, if I'm not mistaken. And this is my first podcast right here, back actually. to being able to drink on the show because I took all of uh, January off, and now that shit is over. Uh, so <laughs> I'm excited to be able to have a little so booze in me. On top of yeah. that. Johnny actually has the last white Russian mano from the first batch. I made yeah. more, but he has the last one right here in his hand. Well, I'm going to play a little it bit of good. testing me while we are trying out these beers. Because that song is hard. Let's do it. Testing me. Why they testing me? Keep on testing me. Testing. 
testing me, testing, testing me. Why they testing me? Keep on testing me, testing. I don't know why niggas think I ain't what I don't do it for haters and no fucking cricks. Living for my son and giving hell to rappers, tax and figures. I don't need your interest when I make it off these words I'm spitting. Gifted, homie, I out rapping, freezing visions. Hand out daily, not for Christmas. Listen, I'm probably giving jewels a witness. I shine through my teeth that I speak and you seeking, lifting. I swear all my niggas up. Rowdy, bro, so no one give a fuck. Spotlight Rousey for the title of the book. Should've come when I shoot like Giannis, my nigga won. Testing me, testing, testing me. Why they testing me? Keep on testing me, testing, testing me, testing, testing me. Why they testing me? Keep on testing me, testing. I don't know why niggas come money quick. When I come through, I'm with my niggas. Got a hundred clips. Let that semi spit. If a Bitch, nigga talking shit I can flick these bullshit gangster stories to sound real like this When I really ain't did too much of a thing I just hang with my niggas getting high playing games 2am switching lanes Go home fuck her brains That pussy in pain Swear on your life I'm harder than all these rappers Keep it real at all times none of your capping Straight facts try to test me You either eat or the ripped into pieces Chilling down with the reaper Testing me, testing, testing me Why they Testing me, keep on testing me, testing, testing me, testing, testing me. Why they testing me? Keep on testing me, testing. Yeah, that's a little bit of testing me by Johnny Morris. I like Morris. about it. I like your voice. Like you have that's a really good like. Oh, I say you have a real good voice for like rap. Period. Thank you. That was actually Thank a topic I, I wanted that. to bring up because. You have such a distinct voice. I was thinking about Homeboy other for- other artists that we love in hip hop that are like their voice is like the most like prominent thing about them. And I was like, thinking uh, like Danny Rick Brown. Ross, yep. Danny yep. Brown. Yep. I would say like yep. you have like that really like raspy kind of like what, what's his face from uh, Flatbush Zombies. Yes, that's exactly what I was going bit. for. Yeah. The guy from gives me that a little what's his bit. face from yeah. what's, the, what's his name from Flatbush I Zombies? His I forgot his name. Yeah, that's, that's actually who I was thinking of like on the way here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you got kind of like that voice. Style, it's not like it's yeah, different style, totally right. different style, different but like that like it. same like raspiness, but right, he has right, right, a right, way right. deeper like thing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that's like the most one of the most important things is you gotta like as soon as it comes on, I obviously know that's Johnny Morris. Like as soon as you hear that kind of music, it's no question. I like that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's nice, man. I really Absolutely. like that track. And the bars Absolutely. are super hard and gritty. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. That would be you would make a sweet song with Danny, because you guys both have raspy voices, only yeah. his is really high pitched. Really right? really <laughs> yeah. That Danny's would be dope. Super dope. Shout out to Danny Brown. Yeah, man. We me and E Man just went to the, we tried to. We went to the uh <laughs> there was that Vans, uh House of Vans like Thundercat was dope. thing. But here's the thing. I've seen that's Danny right. Brown twice already, so I know he's dope. Yeah. But it's right. Right. Yeah, he's super fire. He's he's fire. I I I one of my favorite sway in the morning freestyles ever is from Danny Brown. He yeah, refused to do the five about. man. Yeah, I mean, five Shout fingers of death. Yeah. But he, oh, oh god, the god. five fingers of death. Yeah. When he changed his voice, he was like, "Your bitch wants something with the penis." <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so cold, bro. I can't wait for his new album. LP was tweeting on or putting on Twitter that he's like, "I just listened to an unmixed 
version of Danny's new album, and it's yeah. already an instant he classic. Has song, he has a song Running Jewel, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah stuff, for yeah. sure. Shout and he's to, been uh, on uh, a couple of LPs projects before sh- that, yeah. too. Quick shout out to 80 Weights, which is common, and love you too, my bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. No doubt. But um, you want to get into something old, something new, E-Man? Something old, something new. What are we going to start with? Uh, this, w- since, well, in the spirit of the fact that it's February, which is considered Jay Dilla month, because he was born in February. Dilla Donuts. And he just uh, celebrated, well, it would have been his 45th birthday the other day. So I decided to go with Rough Draft from Jay Dilla. Okay. Which was, nice it was actually considered an EP originally. Um, and was put out that way, but after he passed away, Peanut Butter Wolf, who owns Stone's Throw Records, bought it and remastered it because it was kind of unfinished, and so he put the final touches on it. And Peanut Butter Wolf is known for working with Mad Lib, Jay Dilla, uh, what's his name, um, MF Doom, and all those like okay. all like the weirder underground hip-hop right, scenes. Right. So he put though. it out yeah. and remastered it. And I thought it would be cool just to play this little clip that I have on my computer um, it's actually Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was on this show called What's in My Bag where they go um, shopping in, like uh, I think, like Amoeba, is Amoeba Record Store in California, and he's talking about Jay Dilla's rough draft in it, so I thought it would be cool just to play the little clip of it right here. got these, um, these Jay Dilla records because I just love Jay Dilla. I, I just think he's an absolutely transcendent, phenomenal musician. I didn't really know about him when he was doing it. You know, he died really young, Jay Dilla. He had a, a strain, a blood disease or something. He just made his, his stuff, like basically in his bedroom, he made all this stuff with, you know, sampling samplers and records that he loved. And I listened to this record, this rough draft, um, this rough draft record. And I just, I was in Big Sur by myself and I was like, had it in headphones and I was walking around on these trails through the mountains just listening to it. And I just like touched this thing in me so deeply. I remember I just couldn't stop crying. It was so powerful. Like, It's a little emotional really talking about Jay Dilla. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, some people just have the ability to touch you, you know? And he does. <laughs> and the sublime to the I ridiculous. That, was pretty cool. <laughs> that is super dope. <laughs> that is super dope. You have to send me that, man. Yeah, I'm for sure you. I will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Flea's, I, I love that. Flea always gets like choked up when he's talking about music because he's super passionate about yeah. music. So, yeah. me and you have like something in common with our something old. Okay. Flea is both involved with it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So what do you got? Something then? old. Jaco Pastoris. Oh, okay. So Jaco Pastoris was a bass player like in the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. like around sixties and seventies. He actually was he got beat to death and he died, but he had a really tragic story there. But he's the originator of like the no fret bass like style. Okay. So I I actually was in a, I was in Dearborn Music like buying uh, vinyls up yesterday just because I once a month I always splurge and go get vinyls just mm-hmm. for shits and giggles, mm-hmm. and I was like looking for like because. Neil knows I'm actually trying to play bass a little bit now okay. these days, so I'm like looking for like bass players to kind of check out. Be, you know, besides Thundercat, Thundercat, you no, know, I fucking love Thundercat. Thundercat is super yeah. dope. I love Thundercat. But I was too. like checking out this guy, and then like the lady at the store told me about Jaco Pastoris. I'm like, oh yo, I'll check him out. So I got one a couple of his records, and I actually saw his document. I saw a little bit of his documentary today. It's on Hulu. Oh okay, nice. And the dude, yeah, he 
was probably one of the most badass like jazz bass players of mm-hmm. like the like of that era, like the 60s, 70s, because he played with like Herbie Hancock and oh, all okay. these people. Okay. Uh, his, you know, though unfortunately, you know, he had the whole he went he got into drugs and everything like that, and then actually he got beat to death on a park bench. That's Jesus. how he died. Uh, he was trying to enter a nightclub that I guess he got banned at, and so they beat the shit out of him. Jesus. And he died in the hospital. The shit out of him, I don't know, you know, I don't know exactly what transpired of that because I didn't finish the documentary, but that's mm. how it ended. I'm gonna have to check that out yeah. when I get home, man. Yeah, Jacob Pastores is a badass, dude. Terrible. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, he has, and he was uh his music was interesting about it is What was the name of the he, album? Uh no, it's just look up Jacob Pastores. Oh, okay. It wasn't a specific album. It was okay. just like his like greatest hits house. Just listening, listening to, to his old stuff yeah. right on. Uh another thing is he was one of the first like Jazz like bass players who was white that was played on the black music like radio stations, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that's that pretty is. sweet. So yeah. you know, earning credit like in jazz around that area yeah. era being white is you know, that's an accomplishment in its own. I yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I agree with that. Definitely. So we didn't really prepare you for it, but have you been listening to any old music or any old albums you got in mind, Johnny? Uh, I mean, I'm always listening to some old Royce, some old Eminem. Yeah. So okay. uh, it can't get no better than the you know the joint collaboration with the two of them, Bad Meets Evil. Oh you know? man, I love uh, it. Held a, was that held a sequel? Uh, no, that's uh the second. The that's prequel. The, that's I think actually it's called. an album they did. Yeah. 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 That's just an album okay. they did. This one is off of. Either the Slim Shady LP or the Marshall Mathers. Yeah, I think it's on oh, the Slim okay. Shady yeah, it's LP. Like one yeah. of the oh, last. The fir- oh, the, ver- the first track. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. No, yeah. It's like the first the track they did. The yeah, first, yeah. yeah. Yep, the first track, track they did, did together. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, man. That uh, Kid Vicious is always teasing the Bad Meets Evil. Oh too, yeah, he was like, hey, probably blow up Eminem's Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so great. That that uh that new track that Royce put out is pretty awesome Negro. too. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta listen it. to it today. I know he that's produced so, it. That, that beat is so jazzy yeah. and awesome yeah. too. Like, I couldn't not, believe just, he produced it. I'm like, no, nah, he lying. <laughs> right. I he thought lying. it was gonna be like here that he lying. produced it. I thought it was gonna be some like shitty like all right, Royce is trying his thing out. But no, I'm like, no, this is beautiful. Fucking dope. I I ran it back a couple times in a row. I didn't get a chance to like get into the detail of it, but I know he there was like this one the one line in there about like Kanye and Wale. Yeah, I know he posted something about Wale. I didn't, you know, I didn't really get a chance to like decipher. He like basically that, just yeah. said that they are crybabies in a way, mm-hmm. not basically saying that, but it's just, it's just hip hop, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You can't right. get your feelings involved and, and, and be, it's, it's hip hop. I hate you know that we live in this era where we got to clarify everything on Twitter. Like Royce put out, mm-hmm. like, he's like, I love Wale. I'm not taking, like talking yeah. shit about him. We're yeah. friends. And like, he wasn't, he yeah, wasn't, he no. wasn't at all. He wasn't at all. No. And he wasn't not, not even saying like they were so much crybabies, but he just saying like they speak out on issues basically that he wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you take it, you take it how you want to take it. But at the end of the day, that was not even the purpose of the song. The purpose of the song was exactly what the title is saying. We are still basically a field Negro mentality mm-hmm. based on how we live and the things we allow versus the things we want to ridicule and stand together on versus the things we still decide to talk about in our music. Interesting right. you say that. So you got a line in one of your songs. I forgot what it was. It was about like the new slaves with Kanye, for yes, instance. That's I would back understand, down. like, yeah, yep. back down. Yep. And that's why I love that song. Yeah. yeah. He in a place deep inside his mind where ain't no coming back. Donald say he got his back, manipulate him, set us back. As a people, making balls and chains a whole lot less illegal. Foreign people, Mexicans, a wall. Who you think is next? Yep. yep. Hey, I okay. like that. Yep. Yeah, I like uh, I like the mentality too that Royce has too. I think he speaks to what you see on the internet because you had so many people saying, "I'm with Cap, I'm with Cap, I'm with yeah. Cap." But then the day the Super Bowl hit, everybody was watching that yeah, shit. Everybody's, man. everybody's watching, watching it. Watching everybody's memeing the, the halftime show. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> yeah. 
this year was honestly like I I didn't do like I didn't really settle in with the protest. Yeah. But this year it was like it was easy for me to really not pay attention to the NFL because we're Lions fans yeah. for one, so they yeah. always so are not trash. Even there. Oh, so I'm like, oh, oh, I'm good. did you I'm see the new football league that just launched this weekend? What is it, the AAF? Oh no, what's that? The AF. So I I don't know who started it. I didn't get a chance to get the details, but you got like a lot of former players like, like oh, Trent, Trent Richardson was playing. I heard about this. Um, Ricky okay, Williams okay. is involved in it, isn't so it's he? Like okay, I see what they're going like 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 how the NBA. It's like a it's not it's like, like a developmental league type deal, yeah. Something like that. It's not like the big three or anything like that, but okay. it's like a okay. it's kinda like a, a D league for oh, okay. but it's, like NFL. It's from the pl- okay. like the, all the players or the, the players. It's like a like yeah, a joint nothing, collective nothing of like hundred players. Yeah. Okay, I, got I think you. Ricky Williams is involved in that, isn't he? Sounds about right. I think that's one of them yeah. and they talk about how like because I saw them interviewing him about like, well, so your stance on weed has always been you're always been pro weed and whatever. He's like, Yeah, if you want to use weed in our league to heal yourself. Go for it. It's all. He's like, we're open to that. Yeah, which is, which makes like, sense. Like, all these, you got so many people on pills in the NFL yeah. because Jesus, their yeah. bodies I mean, are just a wreck. Because we're like, it's basically modern day gladiators. Yeah. Why, like, it's people get like opiate addictions and everything like that because you get force fed up yeah. you know, every time. Yep, yep. But yeah, uh, I yeah, do want to take a quick, uh, quick moment. This is kind of an emotional day. This is the two year anniversary since I started Beats and Brews. Ooh, congratulations. From that, my we spawned the podcast, did interviews like in different states, like with uh, Asheville, North Carolina. We went to Denver, Colorado, uh, California. <laughs> California. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, I, uh, yes, it's been a big thing. We spawned the podcast yep, from it. Yep. All while working on the album last year, so I'm like, this is this is good, man. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm happy. Hell yeah, man. I'm thankful that y'all allowed me to be a part of it and, and to be here on y'all two year anniversary. That's super dope. That's Thank awesome, man. Yeah, that. I'm happy. Like Neil, I'm really happy I brought you into the podcast. Bro, like, hell yeah, he man. Came, so he came to me last year. I just want to talk a little bit about like yeah. even how to respond just because of the two year anniversary. So he, by like last like February, you came to me idea like, hey, we should do like a hip hop like music like podcast. I'm like, dope. I kind of got an outlet. Like right now, I'm working on the album, which you know was be careful, be safe at the Ooh. time like i was like working on the album right now talk to me like in august september we'll get this up and running so i kind of just went in my mode kind of got everything done and then i hit him back up he kept hitting me up th- like throughout the like year and everything like that right i'm like yo let's launch this so we started E-Man, we got like e-man built the fire under my ass and got it really set into into gear for sure <laughs> hit me up was like all right let's go let's do this thing yeah. i'm like all right I mean, talk, talk about talk about it a little bit talk <laughs> about we got <laughs> Say, talk about like how yeah. it even came about. Like. I mean, it's crazy just to think about how quickly it's already moved. Like, obviously, we have a small audience right now, but like, we started in my basement with like two shit, like one shitty microphone actually that we shared. I would just hold it in between E-Man and I, <laughs> and we just recorded in our basement. And that's how we did like the first like fifteen episodes. And then Nick started. Uh, Nick is a close friend of ours, and he he's the studio manager here. He was one that was just down here. Small. And he's like, he's like, once I get the foot, in the, he's got a studio room upstairs now, and he's like, once I get my foot in the door there, we can start moving the podcast over here. Yeah. So then we started recording here, and it's like so much nicer yeah, now. Like that, the audio quality. If you listen to one of our early like, episodes compared to now, it's yo, hilarious. Yo, shout out to Nick Small, man. Like he helped us out a lot. Like he's helped me out with my next album too, and it's just that dude has been a godsend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that's sure. Yeah, that's super dope. But anyways, let's take it back and let's finish the something old, something new segment. We we just rocked out something old ones. For something new this week, I actually went with this indie band that I like that doesn't drop music super often, but um, the band is called Beirut, and the album is called Golly Polly, I believe okay. if I'm saying that right. Golly Polly. But um, I really like these guys because they're, they're kind of like a typical indie band. It sounds like in that wheelhouse of indie music you'd hear, but they've got like a cool horn section stuff attached to them. And... Uh, I think the guy is actually, they're from America, but they don't sound like they are. Oh, that's um, huh. 
The guy's from, I think, it, they started in New York City, it looks like. But, yeah, this album just came out last week, and I really enjoyed it. Something different. Um, I haven't been listening to a whole lot of bands lately, so it's nice to listen to that for a little bit. But, yeah, that's what I had. E-Man, what you got for something new? 0705. So, if you are you familiar with 070 Shake? Mm-mm. They're a part of the same group. 070 Shake was actually on Kanye's last album on Yay. She was on uh, Ghost Town. She was a singer on okay. that song. So, and then she released her like solo project and everything. She's mm-hmm. she I think she's under good music, so you know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 070 Shake is you know somebody in the same collective, but like one of the like one of the rappers in that group. Dude is dope. Okay. Dude is just flat out dope. Okay. I got I got no criticism of him so far. Nice. Like yeah, like I was I was shocked. I was pleasantly surprised with it. Yeah. yeah. That's super dope. Johnny, feel free to use your own album if you want. <laughs> I'm not listening to anything new. Well, how new can we go? How new are we talking? It, it could be oh, anything. Quick like thing about zero seven zero five. He's actually just signed with Mass Appeal, which is you know Nas's label too. Yes. So yep, yeah, yep. It could be a album. brand new album, or it could be brand new to you. Something that's just new th- so that you brand, haven't listened to. Brand new 2018, right? Mm-hmm. 2018 yep. is cool. So I'll just go with Royce Five Nine Cocaine. Yeah, man. Oh man, I love that. Oh, you want to book Orion? Yeah. My son loves that video. Yeah, man. I didn't see the video. For cocaine yet? Oh, actually. it's nice. Dude. I know he it's dropped. Tight. I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. it's tight. That it is seems like my Royce favorite song like, on that album, though. I feel like I don't know. I don't know if it's correlated with these dudes getting sober, but it feels like Royce is just like a workaholic now. Like J Cole, all these guys are like putting out like their best material like yeah. later in their career, and I think that's awesome. That like Royce is making these beats that are amazing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait to see. Like I feel like in this next five years, you're gonna get like. All of Royce's best material. Oh yeah, like, when people and go he, changed, he changed concepts. His cho- his concepts have changed. Yeah, yeah, he's become a lot more personal, and yeah. I like that. Like personal. Uh, uh, he's talking about the real shit that's going on in the world. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? yeah. so he's just on another level right now. And not only did he drop Book of Ryan last year, that was amazing. But Prime Two came out last yep. year. You got the hoodie yep. on. Yep. That shit was amazing. Yep. We were actually just talking about it before you got here, E man. Uh, his dad's name is mentioned on Sunflower Seeds, yep. which is really? my favorite track yep. off of. Um, off that's of jazzy. Prime Two, it's super cool. That's a good selection too. Yeah, that's a yeah. great. Oh he says, man, this Pre- is for Joe Montgomery and Johnny Morris. Yep, yep, yep. that's right. That's what he says. Yep. And uh, I think it's awesome. I think he's probably got the best teacher ever to help him make beats. Is DJ Premier? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> most yep. legendary. Well, one of my favorites of all time. I love like the second you hear a Prime or like a DJ Premier beat, you know instantly it's DJ Premier. That's yeah. hard to do being a Premier. And just his scratches. <laughs> yeah, just his he, scratches, he's got like straight up. Scratches. Like, how do you even do that? <laughs> yep. That's crazy. And then you got people that are like uh, awesome in their own right that have like piggybacked off at like Alchemist and like yeah. uh, Static Selecta. Yep, yep, and, like, they're dope too. They got like those that. classic yep. vibes too, yep. I love that guy. Like, yeah. I love when people <laughs> mix like the jazz influence into hip hop. That's my, my favorite kind of production, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I love that it shit. Is. Like, Rakim was like one of the first to do that, really. Yep. Like, because yep. yep. he incorporated that like, jazz pioneer. element. Speaking yep. of that, I just got <laughs> tickets. I didn't I didn't hit you up about it because it was the like. The Trace Symphony Orchestra? Was that it? No, no, no. Okay, I'm about to say. I got tickets to go see Eric B and Rakim at St. Andrews Hall. Did you? When are they coming? It is April 7th. Okay. I just saw it like well, at work, birthday. and I didn't yeah. even hit anyone up about it because it was like I was stuck in a line on Ticketmaster. I clicked the button, and it's like yeah. we'll let you know when uh, like there's two to a high volume of people trying to order tickets right now. We'll let yeah. you know. Wow. And I got one, and I, it was like fifty bucks. So I don't know, maybe try to get one if you want to go. That'd be sick. Did you see that? And then another show. concert that's coming. Uh, the 20th anniversary of this dark and hell is hot with DMX. Ooh, that's coming. I'll that's be there. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Morris will be there as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'll be awesome. 
What else did I buy? I bought some concert tickets to something else, too. Oh, yeah, that FKJ dude that I was telling you about. FKJ? Oh, you yeah, yeah, this guy, the Johnny? Dude you show, yeah. Check me out. FKJ, he's dope. Yeah. He's super dope. He's like, I think he's from, like, Australia or something, but it's this white dude that literally plays, like, ten different instruments. He just, like, so he'll, like, start with, like, a drum beat or something and loop that. And then he'll get that. He'll keep that playing with his looper pedal. Go lay down like a keyboard part. Is he skinny? Get that playing. Kind of. I'll pull him up here. Okay. He's so he's, he makes amazing music though. Let's see. FKJ. He's coming to the the Majestic Theater. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's like two days before my birthday. So okay. Got tickets to that too. This is Game of Thrones spoiler. Oh shit! I can't wait for this to come out. Ooh! I can't wait for Game of Thrones. <laughs> April fourteenth. I feel like we give them a lot of free promo. Yeah. <laughs> we give Game yeah. of Thrones a lot of free promo. Yeah. <laughs> Show you guys a little bit of this. They can hear it on the podcast too, so why not, why not listen to a little? Absolutely. Dude, this would be a sweet ass performance too. There's like 20 people in the crowd on this one. I've watched this one before. different instruments and they do just start rapping out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, what the Mace fuck? Go? Yeah, it's <laughs> Something else that neither of us mentioned on something new that I have to mention is that Currency and Wiz album that came out. is pretty. You know what? Dope. Yeah, two thousand nine. Oh man, it's nice. <laughs> I only I've only listened to it like on one time straight through, but yeah, I, it's definitely and I can't. They're coming. They're coming to town. They're going to San yeah, Andrews. Aren't they? Sold out yeah. though, and it was like yeah. seventy five bucks a ticket. That so I was like, nah, right. man. I've seen Wiz like five times. I'm yeah. good. I've only, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen Currency. I think I saw Wiz once. It's funny yeah. how quickly. Like actually, I remember seeing one time Big Sean opening up for Wiz here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's quickly, about it's, right. it's weird because Big Sean would probably be the. Headlining bill. They're, they're about the same, but yeah. Because you said they're going to St. Andrews. 
Yeah, they're going at St. Andrews. Yeah, shout out. That's what I'm yeah, I'm looking like. Yeah, I feel but. like they could have got a bigger venue than St. They Andrews. Probably, that's what I'm sitting thinking. Like, because I know he was at uh, he, where was that? Like DTE, like not too yeah, long ago. Yeah. I'm like, he got, got a bigger. He Sometimes just they end up group, moving it to like, like the Fillmore. Was smaller. Maybe just as a group, they felt their market might have been a little bit smaller. I don't know. I think also, I think Wiz just likes playing shit like that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And they know he can probably charge like seventy five bucks. I mean, if you did like Royal Music Theater or something like that, even he would have packed a lot more. I feel like, but yeah, I know sometimes when St. Andrews gets too packed. They'll like relocate it over to the Fillmore down the street. That or sounds about They've right. done that a couple times. I'm not yeah. sure if they're planning on doing that with this one, but yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that one sold out like in two I'm seconds. Say, that one, yeah, that one, that one but, easy sell. Bro, they need to not wait ten years again in between albums because this shit is my favorite music out of Wiz in a really long time. This 2009 project, I feel like they like. Actually, this is a topic that I wanted to bring up too because of it. I feel like you think that's something to do with Mac? Some, so, no, not something to okay. do with Mac. I just feel like sometimes do like a duo that has such different, like distinctive voice. Voices, but different voices sound so dope together. Like Wiz has got that like high pitch, like more energetic sounding voice, right. and then fucking Currency's got that he low just, like, laid light back. Up, yeah. Light up, light up. <laughs> Wiz <laughs> like not feel good, feel yeah. good. Currency like light up, light up. That's what they voices do. And that, <laughs> and that brings back to what we were talking about earlier with Bad Meets Evil. Like I feel like that's some of the best yeah. material out of both off, Eminem yeah. and Royce because yep. they just feed off each other. Yep, absolutely. Or like Method they Man and Red Man when they get together. Like perfect example. Yeah. There'd be so many. There's so many good duos in hip hop, and yep. I feel like that's why Outkast worked so well together. Yep. And that's a good example too of the differences in the voices. For Mm -hmm. sure. Yep. Because it's like Big Boy, he doubles like all his lines, so he gives himself a real distinctive sound. And that's the best. And I I love like when they get into like a... Instead of just like verse chorus, then the next guy has a verse chorus. Yeah. I like when they do it where they like trade, trade line it. for yeah. line, like yeah. go bar for bar. Yeah. Like, oh, that that's the coldest so when dope. rappers do that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite. It, it take a lot of skill to pull that off because you write. There's a lot of time. editing, yep. dude. Yeah. yeah, like Run the Jewels plays that shit well. Oh yeah. man, they I know that's another one. That's best. why it yeah. works yeah. so well. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually why I played that Eminem and Royce track on the on the top of the show today because I feel like that they just like they just bounce off each other. You know what I think it is too, like. Rappers have such like an ego mentality too. They're like, all right, man, he's about to go in there and slay it. So I gotta go in and just yeah, lay something. You can't let nobody down. on the song top you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, you just can't do it. It's I the think mentality. I texted you. I think I texted you about this, but I got an unorthodox tour. It's not really an unorthodox tour, but it's something like it doesn't seem like it will work well. But if you listen to both of them, it will work well. Uh huh. Billie Eilish and Denzel Curry. You were saying that. Yeah. That's actually a good comparison. That is a very good tour, actually. That, it doesn't on paper it doesn't look good, but then you really think about it, like, okay, yeah. Do they have any music match. together yet? I don't think so. Because they would make a good song together. They would make a like. great song together. I don't together, know much yeah. of her music yet, but you just the shit that you've been telling me to listen to. I've listened to a couple of those yeah. tracks. She's pretty interesting. How didn't she say she's like sixteen years old or something? She's like that? seven. She just turned seventeen. She you ever heard of uh, Billie no, Eilish? I haven't heard of she's her. like a gothic Lana Del Rey. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty tight. I like shit like yeah, that. And that is, that's dope. It kind of reminds like me a of like bit that of Lord, pop star. Yeah, yeah, Lord a little a bit. bit. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of for sure. Yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry is. I've been following that dude for years. I'm yeah, really happy monster, to see him. I, I I'm really happy to see him. I, I didn't know that song. You know, the real popular one. Where he just like, oh yeah, Clout Kobe. Uh, is that what it's called? Clout, the one where he was dressed like a clown in clown makeup or something. I think he did have clown. Makeup and it was like black and white. Yeah, that's Clout, uh, Clout Cobain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love like the order of that album. How it like starts like I think he even says it goes act from one, gray act two, to act black. Three, yeah. And you know how like it, like the first act is like kind of light, like more smooth production, and like every track from there just gets like angrier and yeah. raspier and yeah, he's super more dope. fucked up than the last yeah, song. I like absolutely. that shit. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yep. Um, our little Grammy talk. Yeah, man. Did you watch the Grammys at all? I did. I watched them straight. Th- I, the only thing I missed was Travis Scott's performance because I was uh, I was doing some beer stuff. But it was okay. I feel like when you see Travis Scott on TV, I, I feel like I it's saw him like, live already. 
Yeah, if you're, like, wait, if you're like actually like, at the show, yeah, it might be yeah. better. But like I, every time I see him on TV, I'm like, oh, like I didn't like, like the Super Bowl be performance at all. Yeah, the Super Bowl yeah. thing was yeah. stupid. He was out there for like ten seconds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like they, he robbed SpongeBob. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> why was what was the thing? Why were they adding SpongeBob into that? So there was that. a whole petition to get them to play uh, Sweet Victory at the Super Bowl all year. Uh-huh. And they finally, you know, they proved like, okay, we'll have victory? SpongeBob. Uh, Remember that episode where they play like the bikini bottom ball or yeah. something like that? Uh-huh. With Squidward's conducting. I, I wasn't a hu- yeah. I wasn't huge okay. in SpongeBob, so that was an episode that they're yeah, trying to do. Yeah, okay. you're an '80s baby, Probably so it's a little bit different. But anyway, yeah. So they uh they actually approved it. Like, okay, we'll have SpongeBob at the Super Bowl, but then they opened it like they were gonna play Sweet Victory, and then Sicko Mode came on. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then they had Big Boy out there for like thirty seconds, yeah, like because uh, he's from Atlanta, so that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Good for Big Boy. Yeah, that should have been like how long he was out there, right? It should have been like longer. that. Should have been Big Boy featuring Maroon Five, or, yeah. in my opinion. Like, what the nah, fuck is Maroon Five got to do with Atlanta? Maroon Five is way more poppy and appeals to people more. Yeah, but like I feel like with Atlanta being the biggest media market for hip hop right now, like they could have they could have done the biggest artist way. in Atlanta right now, huh? Big Boy, the biggest artist in Atlanta. No, I'm saying I'm saying they they had an opportunity to do something cool where they could. Had like a medley of like all these different. Oh, like, if they combined huge, them, like, Atlanta, it would act. be sick. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They, and like you could have had like you could have Big Boy Ti like you could have like Savage, all of them dude, ludicrous. I, no, I yeah, can't, like, <laughs> can't do 21 like, right now, but yeah. yeah, yeah. They should they should just focus on like where the Super Bowl is being planned, just grabbing artists from those cities. Mm-hmm. There's a here's the thing. A lot of people turned the Super Bowl down this year. Yeah. Like Jay Z turned it down. I think I don't know if Cardi turned it down or she said she, she wasn't did. gonna do it. She okay, did, but yeah. then she had a Super Bowl commercial, so it was kind of hypocritical yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell was in it, so I wouldn't yeah. get it. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's. I think what happened was that year that um, Janet Jackson's titty came out. I think after that they tried to go like the super safe route and not have any more like because that, that was, was like, very a hypocritical to me. Because last year they had Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl. Did they? That's, yeah, oh, yeah he wasn't that was very hypocritical yeah, to me. That's true. That is true. I didn't like that. But yeah, at all, so they actually, went like yeah. I what they I think they went like ultra PC after that and just booked like a bunch of old white rock stars. You know what I mean? They had like um, Rolling Stones. They had Tom Petty. Like all the years after that, they had all these aging like rock stars and didn't really embrace what actually popular music is. And like hip hop is by far the most popular genre. And we you know, we talk about that all the time now. Like. So they should start embracing hip hop and stop. But I mean, hip hop doesn't really want to embrace the NFL right now. So no, I kinda... and it's kind of like you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't either because you just get ridiculed. Mm-hmm. People will say you sold out, and people will try to shit on your career and, and, and make sure. No, they had Lady Gaga in twenty seventeen. By the way, that's a little risque. Lady Gaga, yeah, I guess twenty seventeen. Yeah, I'm I guess no, through, they, I'm just going they did, have, the they did have Beyonce a couple years ago too, though. So I think that's kind of when they started to bring that. back that. Yeah. But then that got all that backlash too because she had like. Well, she had, like, black leather on, so they are calling her, like, Black Panthers and stuff. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, and, they, <laughs> like, and, then they had, and then they had um, Lady Gaga just right the year after. So Yeah. Know. Katy Perry was a year before that, by the way. That's the one, that's the one when she wrote in on the lion. Yeah. People were saying that was the first line that made it to a Super Bowl. She, I, I, I do not understand the popularity Ooh, in Katy Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I don't understand the popularity in Katy Perry. Like, usually you listen to some pop music, whether you're into it or not, you can understand why it's popular. I don't understand. Her I understand music. the popularity in 2007. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, a little, no, no, no. she tried to, to she me. tried to do the whole Miley Cyrus hip hop out recently and yeah, hasn't worked she for. Cut her hair too. Yeah, hasn't. Yeah, bringing that for. back to the Grammys. Miley Cyrus is on there a bunch of times last. Well, night. That, yeah. the Dolly Parton thing makes sense because yeah. her because Dolly Parton's been with Miley her whole career, so that makes a lot of sense. Miley Cyrus that. can sing her ass off. Yeah. I, I will give her that credit at least, but I just like I don't like how she just like she's a make up her mind. Like she makes a. 
a fucking country album and then makes like a hip hop album and produced by Mike Will made it. She realized and then is ma- making like like uh, like hippieish. I hate to say now. this, but she realized black people don't buy records. <laughs> I hate to say that, but she. I think that's what it was. I think uh, she also probably just wanted to use it to gain a little extra popularity, then go back to doing something else. Cause it didn't. I mean, it no. Just, cause then she disowned hip hop like right after that. I don't know if she disowned it, but she, she said it was hip-hop. like, 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 um, too, like, too much toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? A lot of like, pretty anti-gay. It's been kind of known for being anti-gay. Look for, up that interview, bro. What did she say? You know it offhand? Not offhand. I can look it up real quick. Yeah, you got your computer over there this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um yeah it was the Grammys last night I think the best performance honestly of the whole night was um Post Malone and the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed together. It was actually kind of dope, dude. I thought Post Malone did a good job. He was playing guitar and singing with them and shit. They did like a couple Post Malone songs and then they did uh Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, cool. that was interesting. Check out the Grammys yet. That was that, yeah, that was interesting the Post Malone Red Hot Chili Peppers one. Yeah. yeah, I have to check. Cause that like one he was, out. yeah, he was jamming with him. That was kind of cool. I thought there was gonna be more people talking about Twenty One Savage, but he only got brought up like once. It was actually uh, Childish Gambino wearing a he was wearing a Twenty One Savage shirt. Yeah, but that was under his jacket. Yeah. He didn't even have that on TV. But um, the dude that's the producer for uh, Childish Gambino, that Lugwood Gorgonson or whatever, yeah. that's like his writing partner. He he thanked Twenty One because they won for This is America. Joyner talked about and, him too for a minute. Did he? Yeah. Joyner, Joyner was in uh. He didn't. He got really, interviewed for a minute. Oh, he got interviewed yeah. like on the carpet or some shit. It like was that. like a, maybe like a two minute interview with like E or something like that. He was wasn't he up for something? Was it he video? He was up for or two something? things: video of the year video, and yeah. song of the year. Lucky you with Eminem. Oh yeah, he should have won for Lucky You. His verse on Lucky You was like one of my. It was favorite like hip hop. It was a, no, it was hip hop song of the year. Not. I think he outrapped Eminem on that song. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't agree with that one. You don't agree with that one on that song in particular, man. I think mm, he kind of, well, it was M close. Does go pretty fucking hard. It was it. close. Hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah. He started even rapping fast as shit. At the yeah, end. he did. M, M is crazy. I love the like we we talked about that a little bit too. Like the Kamikaze Lane is so much better than the yeah. one before that. It's I couldn't so nice. believe I was. I think 2K came out the same day or something. I don't know. I know I was playing 2K, and then next thing I know, Eminem dropped surprise album. So I'm yeah. playing 2K. It's brand new and Eminem. I love that. Shout out Eminem for dropping Kamikaze when I was playing 2K. I think he sold like the most physical copies last year out of anyone, yeah, too. Yeah, yep, he did. He dominated the sales last year. Yep. I thought it was hilarious. They were actually talking about it on Dave and Chuck the other day, how um, uh, Boogie with a Hoodie, his album was number one a couple yeah. weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, Boogie, yeah. It was number yeah. one with only 800 fucking actual physical sales. 800, was, not 800,000, 800. Just to clarify the Miley Cyrus comment, I just looked up the stats right there. Uh-huh. So I, she she did kind of disown hip-hop but for a different reason, but I was wrong about the sales. She actually sold 270,000 the first week <laughs> with bangers. Okay, that yeah, that, so that, that actually album. worked out pretty so well So, yeah, for never it. mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> never mind. <It> was, <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, did you got did you uh, check out any shows recently, man? Cuz I had a couple Neil, last you're week. Uh, that leaning I went off to. the screen there apparently. I'm leaning off the screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just... Yeah, shout out to Reed for commenting <laughs> on that. <laughs> That's okay. I like to hide in the corner. I'll just be back here. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but you go to any, have you been to any shows recently, man? Uh, yeah, I actually went to well a couple local shows. Like I went to Seven Three Four Saturdays. Uh, sat like this past Saturday. What's that all about? So they have it at Ziggy's every uh once a month, every second. Actually, you should probably get on that, man. Yeah, I was. I'm yeah, every second 
yeah, uh, like Saturday sure. of every month they do like a show at Ziggy's. Okay. And it's like a hip hop show. Shout, shout out to Northern Threat Entertainment and Drew Denton. They're the ones who put it all together. Okay. But yeah, I checked it out. Like I shout out shout out Dre Daff, who actually be on the show in a couple weeks. Uh, a couple other people played that. Then okay. before that, I actually checked out uh, Violet Soul, which is like a funk jazz band around nice. Ipsy. So I checked them out. Uh, what was it the late station? I think is the name of that venue. So I checked them out right right before I went there. Okay. So that's that's pretty much all I did was go to local shows. All yeah, this that's super dope, yeah. man. You gotta support the locals. Yep. Absolutely. I want to be able to catch you live sometime soon, Johnny. You got any shows coming up or anything? Uh, Johnny Morris is a lot dope live. I saw. I got to catch him at one of the last Bullfrog shows. So yeah. 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 Thank you, man. Yeah, definitely. I remember that. Yeah. So I got a show coming up in New York right now. But oh, as shit. far as um, yeah, I'll be opening up for uh. Um, the son of Big Pond, actually. Oh, really, Chris yeah. Rivers? Yep. Chris nice. Rivers, That's yep. super Chris dope. Rivers, yep. Yeah, I like Chris, man. Yep. He can really so, rap. I'll be opening up for him uh, March second. Nice. Um, but as far as locally right now, you can catch me at a lot of local venues, a lot of you know uh, shows that are put on by people who are still trying to get themselves established, and then those who are established. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I do post it on my page and I do post it on my story. So dope. when I'll be performing, you'll see. Fuck yeah! Nobody. I'll just say this right now. Nobody promos himself like this man right here. That's always on this. Always on the gram. Yeah. Th- that's the nice that, thing yeah. about Instagram and shit is how easily yeah. it is to promote yourself. Yeah, you don't even day. need like a team really. Yep. I do it, it every day. Yep. Every day I'm posting to my story the same thing every day. And then I'll let you into my life a little bit. And then it's just back to business. Yep. Yep. yep that's that's what I did. I was talking about I clean up. I pretty much clean up my Instagram. Like I I'd post a bunch of funny shit just for fun. Yeah. But like I pretty much cleaned up. All my Instagram, like I had like nine hundred some posts just wow. from the moment I started Instagram to yeah, now. Yeah. I cut it down like one forty or something like that oh, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good number. Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah, I'm trying to build mine up now. I was the type that just like everything I would post, like eventually I delete it, and I'd be like, no, I want a small number, and I I would think like, oh, this picture's too old. I've had it too long. But right. now <laughs> it's, like, it's like fuck it, man. You know I did this, you know I did that, you know I did that. I leave it there, and I just try to make it, the colors coordinate. Like, right. if you look at my page, the colors right now are kind of coordinated like a purplish almost. I like yeah, I like my, that. Yeah, I like to I make like my, my, and it's not even like I just put a color filter on there or anything. It's just the post I post, I make sure they have, like, that color. Right. Filter. So it's, it's You ever see dope. it before, like, how they some people you had it where, like, if you clicked on their page, like all their pictures would make like one big picture, like mm-hmm. when you clicked on like the actual thing. Like I think Anderson Pac had that yeah, on yeah, his yeah. for a while. Uh, I think you're talking about so when they put multiple pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis Chandler. Shout out to uh, Travis Chandler. He does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's another that. Detroit yeah. artist. I think yeah. he follows Chan- him. Wasn't he in? Yeah, he uh, yeah. yeah. I, know, I met him. A he was. Times, we was in Bruiser Brigade, yeah. right? What's that? He was in Bruiser Brigade not too long ago, right? Yeah. What Danny Brown? Yeah. Okay. Was. Yep. That's nice. So I know that name because I know, uh, what's that group? Nightmarekins. Okay. Yeah, because I I know like uh Joey Lou from Nightmarekins. I used okay. to I used to hang out with him back in the day. So that's I don't think I ever met Chandler Chandler, but I know of him. Like yeah, I've seen yeah, him. He's, before, I've yeah, he's I've met him uh two or three times. I actually was just talking to him today on Instagram. I actually bought a ticket to a show. He's got a show coming up. Um, February 23rd Nice At uh, L Club So yeah I bought okay. a ticket from him And we were just chopping it up A little bit No pun intended Cause that's just like Tag chop <laughs> so, Yeah he's a cool dude uh, His music's really dope His music's really dope He's another rapper That's got a, like A really raspy voice I like that Yep, yep. so shout out to Travis I say, Cause yeah I know of him And I, pr- I guarantee I've probably seen him in passing Just never said yeah. anything no, he's, I didn't he's, cool him, yeah. he's cool dude That's one of the things I used to always love The most about Lloyd Banks He always sounded like He just smoked like 40 blunts Before yeah. he started rapping yeah. In the booth Dude <laughs> cool and normal like, <laughs> shout out to he does a real New Yorker. Shout out yeah. Lloyd Banks. My name is Lloyd. Yeah, he I wish Lloyd would keep drop. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot of mixtapes out, but I wish he would put out. Like, I wish someone would give him the proper like 
uh, like attention and make it like a good album again. Because I think as time went on, he became my favorite thing to like. After like the dust settled with G Unit, like he was by far my favorite solo member of G Unit. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Young not Buck even the too, Young Buck was dope yeah, too, was but dope he just too. like he wasn't better than Lloyd, no, but nope. Young Buck was dope. I mean, I always loved Game too, but I didn't. I kind of just I set him aside from G Unit now because yeah. he doesn't care. I, don't, I never really look at when I think the game. I never really think G Unit because of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah I that was like one of my favorite times in hip hop, though. I remember loving like the Black Wall Street. Michael Jackson even got in the middle of it. Hater love it. Ain't a love it, true classic, bro. That's when you know things was, like, serious with it, though, because even Michael Jackson got involved. Like, the game went to New York, and they got in a shootout, bro. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. crazy. One thing I love about, remember a game put out that track with uh, with Lil Wayne and Tyler the Creator? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Martian 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 Kanye's wife and Joe Budden's wife. Oh, God. Kardashian thing, yeah. Joe Budden went after him on the podcast last week. He was just talking shit about him. He's like, why? He's like, you're the game. He's like, I don't understand why you're still, like, using these kind of tactics to sell records. He's like, you don't need to do this shit. He's like, this is just corny. He's like, you don't need to be talking about my wife. You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, I kind of... I understand it. But that's that's been games part of Game's thing his whole career, so... We kind of like 50, you know. Trolls. Yeah, yep. Like he bought Jaro seats. Like what was he bought? Like, that shit was hilarious. He bought the first two rows <laughs> so they'd be empty to Jaro's concert. It's funny though. I give him that. It's funny. <laughs> it is I, funny. I have no opinion towards. Like my <laughs> thing is like that's a serious beef. Like that beef is not done till one of us dies. I feel like so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or one of your career is completely over. Like there's no coming back from that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so did you see that Jay-Z and his team bought 21 Savage, a lawyer and all that shit, and got him lawyered up at the top shit? Good. Jay-Z about to show his power right now. I think this is really a move to not only just obviously the main goal is to really free him and get him, you know, back to where he should be with his kids, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's really going to show us just how much of a GOAT, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z about to be. Yep. Yes, yes, it's really, because he already showed us, okay, I can do it with the rap. That ain't enough. I can do it with the business. That ain't enough. Let me show you my power uh-huh. for my people when I need to use it. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is like so such proof what the government does to popular black artists when they start speaking out about shit. Because the government had no problem with Twenty One Savage when he's talking oh, about all this murder shit. Thing. Yeah, and now he's starting to put for yep. a lot, and yep. then he don't wear chains and he don't glorify dumb shit. Right, no and he's talking he about kids stuck at the border and yep, shit. Yep, and then all of a sudden, yep. the next week, he gets yep. picked up. Yep. And he it's will. funny. Yeah. It's been going on forever in this country, and I can correlate it to something that I just watched on Netflix. So there's a documentary that just popped up on Netflix about Sam Cooke. And, I heard about uh, this. Classically, they say the story about how Sam Cooke died is he like was irate at a motel and like got into it with this like hooker that he was in and then like threatened the lady that was working at the motel, and the lady at the motel shot him. Well, there's like a whole slew of people that think that that's completely false. They're like, no, there's no way Sam Cooke was this peaceful guy. He was preaching, you know, like peace and love and all this, and um, they think that he was set up and murdered. So it was a really interesting documentary, but they were saying that they think that it was the government trying to shut him down because that's when he switched his lyrics up from talking, like singing about mostly making love music and to like uh, things going to change. That's when he wrote things going to change and put that out, and the government wanted to silence him. And like right around that time, um, Malcolm X got killed. Uh, Martin Luther King a couple yes. or years later what's got the, killed. What's the uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Bob, Bob Marley. Marley yeah. Yep. You hear the story about uh, how how he supposedly got killed? They, I heard. I've heard. Did I've heard about, about how. Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I've heard bro. that shit. That shit is crazy. How they life like in, is, injected something in his shoe enemies, or something? Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is yes. nuts. They gave him. They bought him a pair of shoes, and they said it was from Adidas or some mm-hmm. shit, some some brand. And they they said, "Look, it's just you know for you. We just mm-hmm. giving this to you." And he yep. put it in, and he just stepped on some needle that I guess supposedly gives you cancer. Right, and he it was probably like a dirty needle, and they knew because of Bob Marley's religion, he rejected like hospitals and stuff like that. So he never wanted, never took yeah. the treatment for cancer, never yeah. did radiation. He was like. God's plan is God's plan. You know he's gonna yep. he's gonna take me however he's gonna take me. Yep. That's so that's crazy. how he ended up going out, yeah. which is crazy. That was a it was uh his birthday was just a couple weeks ago too. Bob Marley, Marley? would have been like yep. seventy four, I think. Like that. Bob Marley. Man, piece. I love Bob Marley, man. There, I was just listening to um what the hell album was I listening to by Bob? It was one of the early Bob Marley and the Whalers albums. Shout out but, his all his kids. They all dope. Oh Ziggy. my god, he's got grandkids. That Damian are Marley, now. yeah, it's like yep. it's fucking phenomenal. And I liked uh. Damien had an album out a couple summers ago that I really a, liked. He's got an album with Nas. Yeah, yeah man. That, I, I saw that. Nas, was it Road to Zion? No, that was a game. I saw him perform that shit with. The one with Damien? What? It's called what Distant with? Relatives. Yeah, Distant Relatives. Yeah. Distant yep. Relatives. Yep. Favorite song in there is called Patience. Yep. I'm listening to that oh, when I, I leave here. I love Patience. That's a great song. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. somebody, somebody, yeah, that's a great oh, one. I know what I'm listening to when I leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Patience. exactly what I'm gonna have to put on yep, too. I think yep. that's a great blasting album. it. Yeah, I got to see them. Uh, I went to Rock the Bells 2010, which actually I think like Slum Village was there, Royce was there, mm-hmm. uh, Talib Kweli, Big Boy from Outcast. It was fucking phenomenal. Oh, um, the Roots like were there, Ooh. but um, yeah, th- the closing act was Damian Marley and Nas. Yeah. So I got to see them perform that shit together. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Man, you know, I, I actually got to really? meet the Roots. Did you? Really? Yes. Uh, they were at Shane Park. Oh, now, nice. Is it Shane Park? That's sick. Yeah. Well, it's right now. It's called Aretha Franklin Park now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. They changed the name. You talking yep. about the one that was just over the summer? Yeah, this is re- the, I was there the, too. Yep, yep. I yeah. was there. I was. Uh, I got to go backstage with Royce. Nice. Yep. And uh, the roots were right there, man. <laughs> That's right amazing. There, Black Thought, cool. the tall guy. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, Quest Love. Yeah. Is Quest Love tall in real life? He's. Oh my God. He was a giant. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's got the fucking afro. Yeah, he's got the big like, afro on, for sure. Man. I can see him being tall. Dude, he oh, he's tall, like, bro. I can see that. He's tall. He inspires the shit out of me. I got him on my jacket somewhere. It's on the. No, he got a little pin, yeah. Yeah, he has a little Quest Love pin, yeah. That dude dope. knows so much about music, it's fucking yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. He's got his own show on. Yeah, uh, that's kind of why they got that whole. Uh, was it the Tonight with Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, how they got yep. it. Yeah, yep. and they do. Uh, they do all those cool skits with the Roots too, man. The Roots are like. I saw an interview recently, or not recently. This is a while back, but um, Quest Love said taking that gig was like the best thing they ever did musically as a band because they jam every night together. Now he's like. We know each other so well now. He's yeah. like, we can like play anything. He's like, our musician skills like between each other is like phenomenal yeah, now because was, of the show. I actually, I actually got a picture of them uh, together. I took a picture of them standing together. That's dope. Yeah, What's up, super dude? Dope. Yep, yep, yep. That was sweet seeing that because that show was supposed to be like a couple weeks before that, and it got canceled because the roots, um, like that the weather was bad or something in New York, and they couldn't fly out. So then mm-hmm. when they rebooked it, they had. They added yeah. Royce to yeah. it, and I was that like, was "Oh shit, this is amazing!" Yeah. I went to that show by myself, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. drove down there by talk myself. About, just quick on the Grammys. Uh, this is America pretty much cleaned up everything it was nominated for. Which wow. I was a little confused by that. I'm a huge Gambino fan, but wasn't didn't we? Uh, then they come to find out that he like stole that f- from someone. So like, didn't it end was up like being the, someone the else's melo- song. 
It was something. I think it was like the melody, but he like changed the concept or something like that a little bit. Yeah, and I guess it was a very similar melody. Like if you really want to like reach for it, you can say it. Yeah, but it was. I, I, in my opinion, it was it was off. It was a little different. I I think it was a little bit different. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you could reach for it and say, "Yeah, he stole that," but I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I I know it took them like five years to complete that song. I'm glad that like some yeah. some stuff that, him, with it, that kind of they, message won some Grammys though. Because what's the name? Ludwig cool. was saying they finished the first eighty percent in like a month, and then it took like five years for the rest of it. Mm. Why do you think that was? Maybe like schedules. I mean, he you know that dude all over the place. You know with yeah. Atlanta and everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I can't wait for season three of Atlanta, man. That show. You know so they good. they're uh, they hold they're holding off on yeah, it this year. Yeah. But that means it's probably because Chandler should probably drop his final album, go on tour, and then he'll probably start focusing. That on everybody's shit. doing stuff. I mean, yeah. you got like Zay Z Beast is doing Deadpool. Uh, what's his face is you know for Candyman now, and then uh, listen, Lakeith Stanfield. I guess he's doing a new Candyman. Candyman, movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really. Candyman. And then uh, the Goo Paperboy was doing. He's doing like Broadway plays. He's also in some yeah. other movie coming out that I just saw. Some horror movie that I saw a preview for. The fuck was it? Who? Um, the dude that plays Paperboy. Paperboy. I just What's saw some name, horror movie. Dude. I forget uh, his real name too. I can't remember. Shoot, I follow him on Instagram too, and I can't think of his name. I can't uh, remember. Let me look it up real quick. Oh. That show is great, though. Actually, I can just. There we go. Computer. I'm not used to having my computer. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. Like he was in a Broadway, but so I forgot the name of the play. But Chris Evans and uh, what's his face from Superbad is in it. Not Jonah, Jonah Hill. Not Jonah, the, not Jonah uh, Hill, the other guy. Michael Sarah. Oh, okay. Michael Sarah's in it, yeah. <clears throat> nice. By the way, I forgot to tell you, E-Man, that little bet thing. So, Johnny, on uh, for this year, I started the year off with taking January off weed and booze. How'd so I didn't drink that? or smoke all of January. That's a real hard month. <laughs> it was a real hard month. And I decided to extend that bet all year with something different each month. So this month I'm doing no pizza. Next month, I might do, like, no potato like chips. That. But you win because now you can smoke again. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, That's my God. Real, it's so nice. You still win. It was, it's crazy. It was it's like, like an event now. Like, no pizza? Tacos. I can't eat, like, pork or beef or anything like that. So one yeah. thing about it, like, in gelatin, awesome, man. in gelatin, there is pork products in it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, find, like, and I love, my thing is I fucking love gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, my They're favorite, so like, snack. So I have to get, like, the Black Forest, like, organic gummy bears. No way. I have to go out and get those all the just because I I love yelling gummy bears that much. So, <laughs> oh yeah. my god! So they're not black gummy bears, though, are they? Huh? No, okay. no, they're, okay. they're like, they still like taste black like normal licorice gummy bears. and shit like that. Oh, is so no. nice. jelly beans. And <laughs> no, black forest is like the like the brand or like the company. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say you're a brave one. <laughs> I'd rather drink castor oil. Oh god, than black candy. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brian Terry Henry, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That okay. sounds right. Um, by the way, I finally watched that Bohemian Rhapsody movie you've been telling me about. It was amazing. I thought it was pretty. All right. I love that movie. I've heard about that. I love, because I love Queen. So it makes sense. Rami Malik definitely killed that shit. He he was awesome. He made a hell of a Freddie Mercury. And all right. So the whole movie, I was like, I felt like the movie was okay, but the final scene was phenomenal. Oh, the when live aid concert in front of the, like a hundred thousand people. Yeah, the live aid concert was that amazing. Shit was yeah, dope. that shit. That it shit. was spot on. Apparently, to the actual performance. Watching him perform in front of that many people, even though obviously it's a movie, I like was getting the chills the whole this that whole like final Netflix? scene. 
it's not out on Netflix yet. yet, but I, I think I just like downloaded it from one of. It was like on Amazon or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I have to check that out. So yeah, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was amazing. Yeah, yeah. and he is in the remake of Chucky, by the way. That's what it is. Yeah, Chucky's coming out. Yeah, you're not Chucky remake. It wasn't no, 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 that's no. Ryan Terry, yeah, Keith Stanfield doing Candyman. So Candyman is coming out though. Yeah. Okay. That that's happening. Jordan Peele's doing it too. Yeah. Oh, he's good though. Yeah. Like us. Hilarious. I can't wait for us. Extended preview for us. That shit is terrifying. Did you? <laughs> he thought us would have something to do with was it Freddy Cougar? I did, yeah. At first, I did. Yep, because it was just because of them scissors, bro. I saw the scissors in the he tiny knives, little trailer. Scissors. No, the, the chick has scissors in us. I just saw the trailer again. I'm gonna today. say it. The little girl the scissor has scissors. one is like fucking scary Terry from like Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I also saw the um, the they're starting filming on season four of Fargo, and that's gonna star Chris Rock. Really, Chris Rock's the main character in the new season. Really, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, so you I'm guys watch any shit. Netflix series at all? I just uh, I've been watching I just some watch those shit. Ted Bundy's tapes. Ted Bundy. I just oh, watched. I Ted watched Bundy some of tapes. that. My girlfriend's watching that. It's pretty yeah. good. You watch I'm anything? A- uh, F is for Frank, man. That's I love that show. <laughs> that is I cannot wait to the next series. <laughs> that bro. is my third favorite animated oh show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> Number two, Bojack Horseman. Put you through that yeah. fucking wall. <laughs> Dude, that's a great Bill Burr yes. voice. Yeah. That yes, funny. it is. Yeah. One of my favorite comedians. Yeah. That so F is for Family's third. Bojack Horseman's close second. Big Mouth is number one though. Okay. I fucking love Big, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is great. The, the Valentine's, Valentine's episode. Day, the Valentine's Day episode just came out on Friday. Have you watched Big Mouth yet? Is it on Netflix? Yes. Yeah, it's I'm a Netflix watching. original. You have my word. It's, that like, you, you it's like the raunchiest cartoon. It's even raunchier you know than South Park. You know it's who crazy. Nick Crow is? It's not the cop. No, see, it's not that one. I'm thinking about PS for Paradise or whatever. Yeah. Okay, That's, no. no, no, not that yeah, one's the like. The animation looks a little similar to that, though. It's okay. kind of similar. It kind of like reminds you like F yeah, for Frank and all that P- shit. Paradise, that was Paradise PD. That was, uh, yeah, what's yeah, his yeah, face? Yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. Uh, Andrew Ta- Tosh did that show. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because it's the same animation as Brickleberry, if you know this. Oh, so yeah, you're right. Shit. It is. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. They actually make see. a joke about that. But no. So do you know who Nick Crow is? Nope. I, the name sounds familiar, though. Have you ever watched The League? Nope. Uh, I'm gonna say because he was Rex in the league. This is what the cover looks like. Have like you ever watched the movie Sausage Party? Yes. He was the guy who did. The, he was the guy who did the douche. Okay. He was the guy who did the voice of the douche. Okay. So okay. he created Big Mouth. Okay. Okay. And okay. It's Big about Mouth like kids. Netflix. Yeah. And okay. like a bunch of people in like uh Jordan Peele's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. 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 He's the, he does like all the voices so and like, writes the show. He did okay. a bunch of them. Like Maya Rudolph is in it. Jordan Peele is in it. It's like uh, what's his face? Andrew Milani. Andrew John Mulaney. Mulaney. John Mulaney, yeah. yeah John Mulaney. Okay. John Mulaney. Okay. Mulaney's uh, what's the what's the dude from from uh, uh, Portlandia? Fred Armistead. Fred Armistead. Armistead. Yeah, Fred Armistead plays the dad, dude. That guy's yeah. fucking hilarious in that shit. I love Fred Armistead on Portlandia is great too. He also has that show with uh, with Bill Hader from SNL called Documentary Now. And they just basically uh, like take like <laughs> new or like documentaries that are already out, and they like remake them and like do like spoof comedy sketches about them, and they like just redo all these fucking documentary skits, and it's hilarious. It's really funny. Oh, I just like, watched one the other yeah, day that had like Owen Wilson was in it. Check out Big Mouth. Okay. Yeah, Big Mouth. That show is amazing. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that's a good definitely. one. So, E man, I know you wanted to talk about it, so I probably kick it over to you to start it off uh, with the whole Liam Neeson shit that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What happened? Uh, do you know the story? No, I don't know the story. I so, sort of know it. Oh god! I texted Neil about this. It's so, and you know they canceled his uh the movie that just came out Friday. Like they canceled the red carpet like role because of this. So Liam Nielsen, he uh he was he did an interview, and I forgot actually I forgot the context of it. 
but it was something about like it, somebody's like friend's daughter was raped or so, something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so a friend, or family like a, member was raped or yeah, something. Yeah, like family that. member or like a really close friend like got raped, mm-hmm. and the person or raped or sexually assaulted in some way, and it was a black person that did it, a black a black man that did it. Mm-hmm. So for a week he was in what Ireland or something some like that. I think yeah. somewhere filming a movie. I think. Okay. Yeah, he was so. For a week straight, he went down with like a fucking club or something like that down the street, just looking to kill any black person or Is black man. Liam Nielsen. Liam Nielsen, yeah. From the uh, guy from Taken, Taken? And all that I shit. Know, yeah. 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 I'm just in shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it shocked the hell out of me too. So, I'm like what? Apparently, so, what he's like in the context that he said it though is he was he was saying how like he. He can't believe that he had those thoughts. Like he was saying, he was yeah. acknowledging that it was terrible that it happened. Yeah, he but then, he, but the way he said it. it was, he was like, "I was just looking for any black bastard that was crossing the street." Yeah, that's what it was. Any black of. bastard. That's the wording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, he was like, he was just pretty much coming clean about it. Like, yeah, I had those thoughts. Like, I don't think that way anymore. Type deal. I've had married. I'm be honest with you. I got married. Mixed feelings about that. Like, because I'm. Yeah. Part of me is like, yo, I'm glad you came forward with it, and I'm glad you don't feel the same way. But at the we same time, really you though. feel the same way. Right. Yeah, I mean, you felt that. Not felt the same way. You that felt that way, way before, so, so it was like fear, yeah. it'll come back, and then it's like, what did you get out of saying that? <laughs> right. yeah, I don't even get why. Maybe because he went. Oh yeah, he was like, I don't even believe I'm saying this to a fucking journalist or something yeah. like that. He even said yeah, that. That's my main away. thing about it. I don't understand why. Like, if you had that thought, that's one thing. But why would you say in 2019 when you maybe know how today's like climate even, is? Yeah. Why would you even say that? It's like, like the you know most you're crucified for that. We are the most snowflake generation right now. Where we're in, I don't. You couldn't get away with that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, probably a I bad move on his part. I don't know. You think that's going to hurt his... I mean, it hurt the Red Poor Hell no. It'll hurt his career for a week. <laughs> and then yeah, something else will happen. Long ter- like Kevin Spacey, for instance. That shit... No, that... I bet you his movie out right now will still go number one this weekend. I guarantee. Rob saw it. Rob said it was amazing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It probably will because nothing came out this week and he said it's like, that. Rob yeah. said Rob didn't know about the story when he went to go see it the other day. And he told me it's like the best Liam Neeson movie he's seen in a long time. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. I can't see it now. I got to boycott this dude for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Not he said it like. Kelly, I get oh, it. God. He's, no, he's, I mean, we, we beat our Kelly to a pope. Oh, like, yeah. That's the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit's crazy. Disgusting. Him, Chris Brown, although Chris Brown like, well, oh no, Chris Brown had the whole rape thing when he was in like Paris or some shit. Yeah, but that she ended up being bullshit. she dropped the charges on him. Yeah, but I'm talking about like we were talking about like out of all the shit Chris Brown done. I don't see rape for some reason. Make sure so, yeah. this is. I don't see you. I don't you got to really ask that. yourself yeah. why would Chris Brown need to rape anybody? But at the same time, I have that mentality of like, who would say no to Chris Brown at the same time? <laughs> like even like he, I feel like. If that would be the argument, it was like, oh, well, because he's Chris going. Brown, I you said like, yeah. I was thought, I thought about that, but at the same time, I was like, I don't see Chris Brown being that guy. I feel mm. like if it's if it's no, it's no. I see him, yeah, exactly. Like, like okay, I'm on to the next one. That's I see Chris Brown. Yeah. Way too many options. And I don't even see Chris Brown like out. Like maybe if someone like came back to, like backstage or something, but I don't even see him going out. Like he's too big of a star to even be going out oh, into God. bars you, and you're stuff. Like him. yeah, you're coming you're to him. Like I don't think you out or some shit. It's arranged at that point. Exactly. It's arranged. Yep. And you and you got to get through at that point. He's in his. If he's at a club or something. He's in his own space. You got to go come up, approach his security probably to even get into yeah, where he's at. You, you know, I'm gonna be <laughs> with you. I'm surprised they weren't at the Grammys. By the way, that uh, the little Dicky Chris Brown song, Freaky Friday. Oh, I'm surprised I'm, yeah. that wasn't song of the year. Now oh, they, uh, or I'm, nominated. I'm not. I'm not surprised. It has, it has some pretty controversial lyrics and shit in it. So I'm uh, surprised. You know what? Yeah, because little Dicky wrote it, and that was a whole fucking thing. Yeah, with the N word and stuff days. being in it. Yeah, oh they know part like, what's up, my nigga? Big ups, my nigga. Little Dicky wrote that part. I didn't even hear nothing about that one though. That's just yeah. 
That was. I mean, that's a funny song. So I, there's there's some stuff that like if it's like real racism, that's one thing. Like if it's something that's actually malicious towards a person of color, that's one thing. But just clowning about like stereotypes and shit, and that can just be funny, bro. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. Another with a with a black man. Right. right. Exactly. Showing you that it's okay. Right. You know right. What I'm, saying? I'm glad you said the whole malicious thing. Remember? Did you see the all of Trigger Warning yet with Killer Mike? Uh, yeah, I actually finished it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, finish it. Remember, the, remember the neo-Nazi that did the rap song? Yeah, yeah. And he says it. it, he mean, says it, it just makes there. me think of that. Yeah. yeah, he closes it with that. <laughs> yeah, that show was fucking hilarious. It was definitely scripted though. A lot of that show, you could tell oh, like the like, parts brought, that were supposed to be reality. Like, like, that was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that Mario dude. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Mario from uh, the Critical episode. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's see. Was there anything else that I wanted to talk about before? Um, Oh shit! One thing on very small little thing I have on politics. You know that uh, you know that chick they got it. Um, she's like one of the youngest Congress people in in Congress. Her name's like uh, Alessandria uh, Cortez, I believe. Uh no, actually. she just like went on a, a, a tirade. Uh, here, oh, I'll pull here it go. up. We'll just watch the video. <laughs> oh, here we great. go. Let's see. She just schools these motherfuckers. It's only a five minute video, but it's great. She's just basically calling out the hypocrisy and like how our campaigns are run and just destroys these guys. It's great. Here we go. Let's play a lightning round game. I'm gonna be the bad guy, which I'm sure half the room would agree with anyway. And, um, and I want to get away with as much bad things as possible, ideally to enrich myself and advance my interest even if that means putting, uh, putting my interests ahead of the American people. So, uh, Mrs. Hobart Flynn. Oh, and by the way, I have enlisted all of you as my co-conspirators. So you're gonna help me legally get away with all of this. So, Mrs. Hobart Flynn, oh I want to run. <laughs> if I wanna run a campaign that is entirely funded by corporate political action committees, is, that, is there anything that legally prevents me from doing that? No. Okay, so there's nothing stopping me from being entirely funded by corporate PACs, say from the fossil fuel industry, the healthcare industry, big pharma, I'm entirely 100% lobbyist PAC uh, funded. Okay, so let's say I'm a really, really bad guy. And let's say I have some skeletons in my closet that I need to cover up so that I can get elected. Um, Mr. Smith, is it true that you wrote this article, this opinion piece for the Washington Post entitled, these payments to women were unseemly, that doesn't mean they were illegal? Well, I can't see the piece, but I wrote a piece under that headline in the Post, so I assume that's right. <laughs> okay, great. So, green light for hush money. I can do all sorts of terrible things. It's totally legal right now for me to pay people off. And that is considered speech. That money is considered speech. So I use my special interest dark money funded campaign to pay off folks that I need to pay off and get elected. So now I'm elected, now I'm in. I've got the power to draft, lobby, and shape the laws that govern the United States of America. Fabulous. Now, is there any hard limit that I have? Perhaps, uh, Mrs. Hobart Flynn, is there any hard limit that I have in terms of what legislation I'm allowed to touch? Are there any limits on the laws that I can write or influence 
especially if I'm uh, based on the uh, special interest funds that I accepted to finance my campaign and get me elected in the first place. There's no limit. So there's none. So I can be totally funded by oil and gas. I can be totally funded by big pharma. Come in, write big pharma laws, and there's no limits to that whatsoever. That's right. Okay, so awesome. Now, uh, now Mr. Marabani, the last thing I want to do is get rich with as little work possible. That's really what I'm trying to do as the bad guy, right? So is there anything preventing me from holding stocks, say, in an oil or gas company, and then writing laws to deregulate that, that industry and cause, you know, that could potentially cause the stock value to soar and accrue a lot of money in that time? You could do that. So I could do that. I could do that now with the way our current laws are, are set up. Yes? Yes. Okay, great. Okay, so my last question is, or one of my last questions, I guess I'd say, is, is it possible that any elements of this story apply to our current government and our current public servants right now? Yes. Yes. So we have a system that is fundamentally broken. We have these influences existing in this body, which means that these influences are here in this committee shaping the questions that are being asked of you all right now. Would you say that that's correct, yes. Mr. Marabani? Or Mr. Schaub? Yes. All right, so one last thing, uh, Mr. Schaub. In relation to congressional oversight that we have, the limits that are placed on me as a congresswoman, compared to the executive branch and compared to, say, the President of the United States, would you say that Congress has the same sort of standard of accountability? Are there, is there more teeth in that regulation in Congress on the president, or would you say it's about even, or more so on the federal? Um, in terms of laws that apply to the president, mm -hmm. yeah, there's just almost no laws at all that apply to the president. So I'm being held, and every person in this body is being held to a higher ethical standard than the president of the United States. That's right, because there are some committee uh, ethics committee rules that apply to you. And it's already super legal, as we've seen, for me to be a pretty bad guy. So right. it's even easier for the president of the United States to be one, I would assume. That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? She's brave. Yeah, yeah man. She's like, ballsy she's enough. super young, too. I don't even know if she's, she's like in her 30s, like early 30s. Like, she's one of the youngest Congress people ever elected. But it, it's true, too. Like, that's what I don't understand why people didn't see that in Trump, like, this dude's a billionaire businessman that's got his money invested in all these companies. Like, of course, he's going to write laws and shit to shape stuff to fill his pockets up fatter. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's exactly what he's doing with big oil and shit. And that's why all the Standing Rock shit was going on during that that whole uh, thing at the border. So, I don't know. That's just crazy. That's a real mic drop little fucking video clip, though, of that girl talking. That is, <laughs> I, I applaud her for it, but that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. She's brave. Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about before we, we wrap it up? We already talked about the whole Drake thing at the Grammys, right? How they cut him off a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was weird. You, like, do you want to play, play the speech real quick? Let's see if yeah. I can find it. It's funny that they, like, like beg Drake to be there, and then he comes on and they does that shit? That. No, I, like, I, I I applaud him for using that platform yeah, like that. Yeah. I really do. I do, yeah. I do too. But the fucked up thing is they didn't even like usually like to a normal person. You know they'll start playing the music and then like yeah. the music goes on. They just straight they cut just his shit because yeah, they know you talking shit about right the to fucking, Let's like, see. Here it is right here. 
JT and I started this company with uh, six thousand dollars. Shout out to you, too. With that constraint, we had to make thinking like, damn, that's why I don't do this shit. God's God's I think I've ever been told him that to my whole entire life. <laughs> In a big surprise, Drake oh, showed up even... to accept his award for best rap song for God's Plan. He had seven nominations, so you think he would. But the Grammys producer revealed a few days ago that Drake actually turned down a performance spot at the Kendrick Lamar and Childish Gambino. The producer said it's because the guys feel that hip-hop has been under-rewarded in the main Grammy categories. Well, Drake did show up to accept his award, but he basically came to diss the Grammys. If there's people who have regular jobs who are coming out in the rain, in the snow, spending their hard-earned money to buy tickets to come to your shows, you don't need this right here, I promise you. You already won. But Next, a special <laughs> Grammy performance. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Yeah, that's what they do. The greatest car straight yeah. to it like that. That's wow. just trash. He I'll... was about to say something, too. Oh, yeah, he was, he was about to go deeper <laughs> into it. They were like, nope. Yep. One thing, did you see the J. Cole tweet, too, about the Grammys? No. Let me read it all, because I actually got it queued up. Nice. I don't never want to be prompt by tearing somebody else down. Seeing Cardi B win a Grammy makes me feel like I won. Same with J-Rock and Anderson. I feel for Travis, because he really deserved acknowledgement as well. But it's his moment, and it's way bigger than any award could say. Huh. That's one third. Seeing Thug get a Grammy is incredible. In future, too. Been, he, they both been deserved. March Madness was bigger than any Grammy. And congrats, LMA, was it LMA, the chick who did boot up? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, black really deserved too, but don't sweat it, my brother. No war show could ever get it all the way right, especially one that ain't run by us. <laughs> right, so, that's yep. true. And they, they do have those yeah. old out-of-touch dudes running the Grammys, and that shit needs to probably get switched I up I did sometime. like the Motown tribute. I just want to throw that in there. I too. thought it was okay, but like they didn't like... I don't understand. Like J Lo did a pretty good job or whatever, but why you got J Like why wouldn't you have a straight like artist doing? Like, I didn't like J Lo. That was the only part I didn't. Yeah, like. it was. Yeah. It was just but weird I like the me. actual like music of it. I like the I like the Aretha Franklin one they did. Was that, that was pretty dope. Was who dope. was the, who was singing? There was Andre Day was singing. Who's got a really dope voice? Um, a Fantasia was singing. Yep. She's got a fucking incredible voice. Who was the third person? I'm trying to remember. Who else was up there? Do you remember? Ooh, um, Andre Day, Fantasia, and someone else. Uh, good question. But um, yeah, I thought they were overall pretty entertaining. But they they run too damn long too, man. I kept checking my phone. I'm like, is this shit over yet? It was until like how eleven. Long, how long? It started at like eight and went till eleven thirty. Wow, that's not about Christ. right. I mean, that's usually <laughs> how that's about average for like. All yeah, for sure. All them commercial breaks you gotta sit through and shit. Yeah. I did like uh, Alicia Keys with the double piano. Oh my that god, I love Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys had the double piano out. That was. I thought Alicia Keys oh, yeah. killed it. I thought the Chili Peppers killed it. I thought Janelle Monae was super dope too. Oh, Janelle Monae killed fire, that though. shit. She's yeah. always fire. Yep. She's, she's a real performer, amazing. man. I would like she to see is. one of her shows, she man. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be amazing to see live. Yeah. I was talking to I was talking to my roommate about this. I'm like. Jonelle Monet and probably Donald Glover too will get EGOT status before they're done. Mm -hmm. Yo, for sure they will. Yeah, they'll de she'll yeah. definitely be having her bag in a lot of different performing arts things. Oh yeah. Uh, didn't uh, didn't Lady Gaga perform too? Oh yeah, yeah she did. Yeah, that Lady Gaga kinda, did. That yeah, she weird. did the one with Shadow. Did you watch? Did you watch uh, the movie? I watched just the part of. It. I still got to finish that movie. I love that movie. Actually. Yeah, I, 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 it was good. a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Uh, Damn, what was the name of it? The one with Bradley Cooper directed, and he starred in it. Uh, it's up for a bunch of awards this year. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, Star is Born. Star is Born, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it is a remake, apparently. Barbara Streisand was a remake. It's been remade a couple times, yeah. I think. Mm. So 
It was awesome, actually. Like, I, I might buy that movie. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I never thought I would say that. It was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. that's good, though. That's dope. That's tough. Yeah, and I think a lady guy got, they pretty much did all, like, Bradley Cooper, I know, could sing. He actually did all, every vocal part that he sung was all him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that and Lady Gaga wrote most of, if not all, the album. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's super dope. That's tight. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for today. I think that should be a pretty good length for an episode. You got anything else you want to talk about, E-Man or Johnny? Uh, nope. So Jennifer Lopez took the stage with Alicia Keys, Neo, and Smokey Robinson. That was part of it. And then who was the ones that did the Aretha Franklin tribute? Right it was Fantasia, Andre Day, and someone else. I can't think of the third person that was up there. Fantasia, that chick's voice is incredible, though. No, she's a star. She's a star. She's a star. For her, sure. It's sad that she don't have the shine. Yolanda she Adams. She's Yolanda Adams. Yolanda yes, right. Adams. She's gospel. Yep, yep. I love her. My mom That makes sense. Yep. It, that made me nervous, too, because when they said that it was Jennifer Lopez doing the Motown tribute, I'm like, they're not really about to have Jennifer Lopez get up there and sing Aretha Franklin, are they? Because that's going to no. be wild. Because, like, Jennifer Lopez can sing, CBS, but this she next can't Aretha week Franklin sing. Next week they're doing an actual Motown, because I think it's the 60th anniversary of Motown, so they're doing yeah, a tribute it is. for it. So, yeah. yeah, it's tight. And they that's had, like, a sick. little... Uh, yeah. It's going to be dope. And it was Diana Ross's 75th Are they birthday, doing it too, in so L.A.? Thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I don't know. It would make sense. I wish they, they would do it in, in fucking Detroit. Detroit. It should be in Detroit, <laughs> but at the same time, Motown moved to L.A., so yep, it would yep. make sense to do it there, I guess, too. But I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be in L.A. Yeah, I would. They've been in tickets. Well, that's where Motown's here, label like, is yeah, now. Right. The Barry Gordy and all yeah. them are out in L.A., so yep. it would make sense. Yep. But, but anyways, that was uh, episode 24 of the show. Johnny, thanks for coming on, dude. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Check man. out his album on all the streaming platforms. Johnny, uh, Johnny, Johnny be, be good. good, and also um, it's beautiful and it's all good. It's beautiful and all good Absolutely Yep And uh, we'll leave you today Since it was Anderson Pac's 33rd birthday The other day Here's a little bit Of Anderson Pac for you And he took home A Grammy Sure did Yeah congratulations On the Grammy A bird with a word Came to me The sweetness Of a honeycomb tree And now I look What's taking over me couldn't fake it if I wanted to I had to wake up just to make it through I got my patience and I'm making do I learned my lessons from the ancient rules I choose to follow what the greatest do A bird with a word came to me The sweetness of a honeycomb tree And now I look what's taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to had to wake up just to make it through I got my patience and I'm making do I learned my lessons from the ancient rules I choose to follow what the greatest do I'm ripping for the longest cycle mm. My uncles had to pay the cost mm. My sister used to sing the Whitney mm. My mama caught the gambling bug mm. We came up in a lonely castle mm. My papa was behind them bars mm. We never had to want for nothing mm. Said all we ever need is love mm. We see the same thing We sing the same song We feel the same grief Bleed the same blood You grew up in the home beside me I always had a friend to call how could I make it here without you? Mm. I pray I leave before you go. A bird with a word.
darkness of a honeycomb tree And now I look what's taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to I had to wake up just to make it through I got my patience and I'm making do I learned my lessons from the ancient roots I choose to follow what the greatest do A bird with a word came The sweetness of a honeycomb tree And now I look what's taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to Was a farmer, mm. Papa was a goner. 